This is Change for Your Dollar podcast with John Putnam. We have another great episode today of Change for Your Dollar, where we have conversations and talk about the blessings and burdens around money and faith and life. I'm your host, John Putnam. Hey, everybody. How are my podcast friends doing today? It is a beautiful day here in North Carolina. Hope it is where you all are. And man, it's been so fun to be putting these podcasts together for you. I'm really enjoying this short form podcast format. I hope you are too. And as always, if you're enjoying this, share it with a family member, share it with a coworker, send it to an old buddy, let them know this is out there, would love to welcome them and have them be a part of Change for Your Dollar and the conversation that we're having around money and wealth and especially some of the hidden influencers around our choices, but also some practical takeaways. And that's what we're dealing with today. And I'm looking forward to sharing. If you've been tuning in for a while, you know that I come from a small town and went to a small public school there. And yes, there was a whopping 97 people in my graduating class. But one of the cool things I learned about in grade school were the seven wonders of the world. It was a fascinating list, but it turns out it was made around the second century B.C., So in the late 90s, there was a group out of Switzerland who said, you know, I think that's long enough to have that list. And it's interesting that only one or two of those original wonders of the world were even still in existence. So they set out to create a new seven wonders list. So I began to dig around a little bit and landed at Britannica.com. They had a great article there. You can find it on their website. The article shared that over 100 million votes came in on these new seven wonders of the world. And let me share these with you very quickly as I get to the point of our podcast today, which is, what is the eighth wonder of the world? The first wonder is the Great Wall of China, the only man-made object visible from space. Wonder number two, is Chichen Itza. It's a Mayan city on the Yucatan Peninsula in Mexico that was built in the 9th and 10th centuries. Wonder number three, nestled in a remote valley in Jordan, is the ancient city of Petra. And from a biblical perspective, this is where Moses struck the rock and water gushed out. The fourth wonder is Machu Picchu in Peru, a massive Mayan architectural masterpiece in the Andes Mountains. And then you have Christ the Redeemer. This is wonder number five. This is a colossal statue of Jesus in Rio de Janeiro that was finished in 1931 and is the largest Art Deco sculpture in the world. And wonder number six is the Colosseum in Rome that was built in the first century. An incredible feat of engineering, yet steeped in a brutal history of so many animals and people killed in the Colosseum. And then finally, the seventh wonder of the world is the Taj Mahal in India, perhaps one of the most recognizable structures on the planet. It took about 22 years and 20,000 workers to construct this incredible complex. I share all that with you for a couple of reasons. First, 
It's pretty interesting, especially the fact that after so many hundreds of years that there is a new list of the seven wonders of the world. Whether you agree or disagree, there's still debate as to are those the right seven, but 100 million votes said they were. So we'll go with that for our podcast today. But I share that with you to set up what has been purported to be the eighth wonder of the world, and that is compound interest. (laughs) Well, this may not be quite as exciting and magnificent as some of these incredible structures that have been built over the centuries on our planet. However, when you look at it through the lens of what actually happens with compound interest in savings and investing, it is nothing short of its own financial wonder. Let me put this in context to give you an idea of what I'm talking about. Let's say that Jane was 21, and she got a job, and she started saving $2,000 a year. And she put it into an investment that earned 8% annually compounded interest. Now, your first question is going to be, hey, John, what investment's that? (laughs) Well, I wish I had an answer for you, but this is purely hypothetical for our conversation in this example today. And it also doesn't take into account any kind of taxation, so I can keep this example nice and clean. So Jane started saving $2,000 a year at age 21, and she did that for 10 straight years. At age 65, Jane's savings totaled $463,000 after putting in only $20,000. Not too bad for Jane putting in $20,000 and at age 65 having almost $463,000. Well, what if one of Jane's friends, Jack, didn't start at age 21, but let's say he started 10 years later at age 31, and he started saving $2,000 a year, and he saved every single year until he was age 65. In hindsight, Jack had put in $70,000 into his savings at 8% interest, just like Jane, but when he was 65, his total was just around $372,000, over $90,000 less than Jane. I mean, think about that for a second. Jane puts in $20,000 early, stops saving, and it grows to four sixty-three. dollars Jack waits 10 years, starts, put in over three times what she put in, and Jack winds up with almost $90,000 less at his age 65. My friends, in a simple summary, when you use the power of time and you add to it the power of compound interest, the results are simply incredible. Now, is it incredible enough that it's the eighth wonder of the world? I'm not sure about that, but you get the point. When you can put an amount of money away long-term and let the interest compound over time, the results are simply incredible. Now, I bet I know what some of you all are thinking. John, 
I'm not 21 anymore or 28 or 35. I'm 40 or 45 or whatever your age. And here's what I'll share with you. There is nothing we can do about past missed opportunities. So let me encourage you. If you are looking to grow your investments over time and tapping into this eighth wonder of the world, as I've called it today, if you have an advisor, reach out to them. If you don't have one, you could reach out to your bank. Many provide services for new investors. Or if you're looking for more of a financial planner or a certified kingdom advisor, I've shared before, go to kingdomadvisors.com and you can search for a kingdom-minded advisor in your area. And also, many employers have retirement plans. So if you have a retirement plan at your work, Many of the plans provide a service for you to contact someone at the retirement plan office for help and guidance with risk tolerance, asset allocation, and long-term investment planning in the plan. Okay, thanks for letting me have a little fun with this today. And I'm pretty sure that compound interest does not qualify as the eighth wonder of the world. However, it is pretty cool and it is incredibly powerful. And I would like to close today with a little final wisdom found in Scripture in Proverbs 13, 11, and that is this, wealth gained hastily will dwindle, but whoever gathers little by little will increase it. Thanks again for joining me today. If you enjoyed it, please share this with a friend, and I'll look forward to next time. You've been listening to Change For Your Dollar podcast with John Putnam. Thank you for joining me for Change for Your Dollar, where we have real conversations exploring the burdens and blessings around money, faith, and life. For more tools and resources, please visit changeforyourdollar.com. I'm John Putnam. Thanks again for listening, and I look forward to being with you again next time.